0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I'm your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Paba.
1: Hey, it's Jenny.
0: And today, we're going to talk about passion. Finally. (laughs) I'm sorry, passion. 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 Now, we actually decided to take a different twist on on passion. So, the the two main things that we're going to talk about passion are the fantasy actually chasing your dreams or and versus the reality and the practicality of passion. So, with that being said, let's start off. What is the question?
2: Uh okay, the quest first question, general, I'm gonna just softball it out here. Mm-hmm. What are your passions, folks? Jeez, mm. perhaps wine.
1: No, hmm. I did not I don't like wine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right? I I'm keep, not a wine connoisseur. I keep
1: either. trying but I just don't like wine.
2: Yeah. Why don't you whine about it more? Bo,
1: oh. You know it's really not nice to ask questions and then criticize me for my answer.
2: <laughs> You're right. That's the only way I've ever moved forward socially, and I should stop.
1: <laughs> just, just say it. Just wow. saying. Wow, Manners so matter. Got it. <laughs>
2: but anyway, speaking on that, yeah, passions, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be big or small. I'd say
0: for me, like I'm passionate about urban dance right now like i Mm. love i love i love dance like it's it's cultivated a long way for me Mm -hmm. and for me like ever since i joined out of class and i've said it multiple times before but like i think it's always important to reaffirm this is that it led me to the the it led me to constantly create the idea and constantly create um my vision you know in the future of making creating my own dance studio Mm. you know because like that's how much impact that urban dance has created in my life and that's something that i want to build and share back to the community is build a dance
2: studio you know that's what i want to do there you go and i think passions have that ability to like construct something right like you know beyond just the initial thing well or sometimes maybe it doesn't maybe you just have a really great mind for it like oh i can see this is the path right Mm -hmm. um so that's really, really cool. Um, Jenny?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to be equally as vague as the question. Because mm. um, I think right now I'm kind of finding my way through sort of things. But uh-huh. I'm really passionate about staying curious and keeping an open mind. Oh. Um, and just like letting things come. Like being prepared and staying open to like letting things come to me like er, and not just letting things come but like doing that active like searching so that when the right thing comes I'm ready for it if that makes sense yeah you know and like following what I'm curious about and yes (laughs) (laughs) it's it's
0: it's like the whole uh, the last episode that we're talking about on fondness that, remember the fondness episode like creating that fondness yeah the passion yeah so,
2: right yeah and that's where the beginning's right you're looking for fun things to be fond of and then yeah passion will hopefully come right mm-hmm. and we are and i and i think that's a cool answer because it's it talks about the idea of beyond just things but like ideas mindset state of yeah. mind right and it's like oh yeah being like it's like when you're asked like what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. And I think it was, um, God, what was his name? From the Beatles. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna Which grow, one? Um, Ringo Starr? No, not it's Paul never McCartney. Ringo Starr. No. Uh, Paul McCartney. I mean, That's you know true. what? I'm just going to say with my answer. That's um, true. Uh, was it um, Paul No. John uh, Lennon. John Lennon. I think it was John Lennon. Oh, okay. And John Lennon said, like, I, a teacher had asked him, like, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And all he said was happy, mm. right? Mm. And I was like, you know, and, like, same thing with your passions. It could be, right? Like, what are you passionate about? Like, you know, um, being a good person, right? Could be theoretically an answer, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, how we perceive pers- uh, passion are, like, like things that have, like, a def- more of a defined goal. Yeah. Right? And it, it sucks because it's, it gets judgmental at times. Like, if you want to see people's passions or what they perceive as acceptable passions... Typically, I think you look at in, on Instagram or you look on like their social media and the things that they decide to post things that best demonstrate their livelihood. Like it's like, oh, yeah, like you have a passion for like dance or traveling or, you know, writing or whatever it may be. And um, and then it's like, OK, and then you can see those manifestations of whatever that is. But mm-hmm. if you were like to say, like being curious, you'd be like, how do you show that through? pictures or how do you show that through like whatever it may be and it be like oh okay well isn't everybody already like how can you how do you cultivate that like how do you develop that and it's like okay um which would be interesting to see because like if your passion was to be a good person like what are the ways in which you would set forward to do that and yeah. you know, whatever it may be and yeah how would you perceive that and why are you perceiving that But uh, for me, like I said, like you can tell, like if if you go on my Instagram, one of my key passions right now is like writing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, Um, And I think that's just like for me, like why it's such a deep passion, why dance and writing is a passion is because for me, they're forms of expression, Mm. And uh, when I feel like I can really be myself in those things, then yeah, I'm gonna be passionate. Cause it's a way of being passionate about myself, like to, to root for myself and be like, yeah, like this is awesome, or whatever it may be. And I think, I guess, rooted in all of the, in, in every passion, is like a form of expression, right? Like if you feel like, if you're doing something, if you're passionate about something and, and it doesn't really express who you are, I'm confused about how that works. Because it'd be like how an individual could exist in, in both of those things. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm doing this, I'm super passionate about it, but I'm like, it tells nothing about who I am. <laughs> it expresses yeah. nothing about what I do or what, what I care about or how I am. I'm like, oh, Jesus, like what?
1: Say that's <laughs> probably just for perception's sake. Right.
2: Like, and it's like, you know, like you, you, even when people do like a passion, it's like it is for them. You know, because I think it's such a deep and meaningful part about who they are. Um, and in that regard, right, I think we talk about passions, but I think Jenny brings up a really good point. It's this idea of like the innateness in passions. It's like you're supposed to already have them. But for a lot of people, it's like, and I'll, oh, I'll be the first one to tell you because of my job. That's not very true. Right, like you ask a kid, what are you passionate about, and like most high school students will just dead stare you in the eye and like nothing, (laughs) like. And it's not that it's not nothing; it's just like something is just missing. Mm. It is what it is.
0: Well, I mean, like there's
2: like some kids like
0: maybe know right off the bat what they want to do. Yeah, you know, but there are kids out there who are still trying to figure that out.
2: I would say most kids are still trying to figure that out, like. Like, it's funny, like, eh, eh, <laughs> eh, it's tough because, like, <laughs> like I don't know, maybe because the clientele I work with, I, maybe my view is skewed. It probably very much is. But, like, the idea of young people telling me what they want, like, their, what their dreams are, it's, like, sometimes even an absurd idea to hear. You know, like, we don't take seriously at times. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, like, you know, like, I want to you know like uh, like the same kid who's like i want to be an astronaut it maybe was at one point said i want to be like the king of ice cream i'm like what oh dude
0: that's awesome (laughs) dude that that's really awesome like wait what do you mean by that because like i have a story about
2: that (laughs) tell me tell me what is this just like when you're young right like you a lot of times older people will disregard um Especially like your parents will sometimes mm. disregard a lot of the things that you say because they're, they're lacking knowledge or understanding of the world. And um, they, will, they will not cultivate or help you, you know, you know yeah, help you cultivate that dream or t- into a passion or that fondness into a passion, whatever it may be, because like that's not viable. Like, I know what the, like, it very much it's like older people are like, we know what the real world is like, mm. and what you're saying is dumb. And mm-hmm. then we don't want you to exist in that place. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to be ridiculed. You don't need to go through the judgments. Like everyone, right? Like they're like again, they've they've been there and they're telling you how to like exist in the world that's coming for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, they're trying to do it out of care. They're not trying to be malicious about it. They are they are trying to look out for you, but they are trying to but they are straight up disregarding how you feel about something because what they're saying is like what you feel now ultimately will matter very little if at all in the long run
3: Mm -hmm. or in Mm -hmm. the term
2: and your end goal Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you tell me you're a young kid and you're like i want to be an astronaut someday daddy and i'm like okay and then he's like weren't you the kid who said like two days ago it's like i want to be the king of ice cream Mm -hmm. and i'm like you're just saying things (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and so it's it's tough right because Mm -hmm. it's like Well, I don't know. And it's tough for a lot of reasons. Like how many times have I seen little girls is like, you know, like they'll probably say like, I want to be like, you know, like, like an engineer or like an MMA fighter or Mm -hmm. like, you know, things that were seen as like, maybe like predominantly dominantly like, um, male and like, you know, family members or other people laughing or scoffing or just brushing off like that Mm -hmm. very idea or that notion. And then, and it's tough, you know, like, oh, I want to play video games for the rest of my life. And you're like, really? Horrible. And you're like, Uh well. And I have, like, a whole gripe about that later. Yeah. But it's just, like, again, young people and their dreams, it's like, that's the whole point of, like, education, right? Like, it's to give them the tools of success. But, uh, you know, underlyingly, like, there is this sort of judgmental, sort of condensing, if not condescending tone of, like, well, you need to fall in line with reality and stop living in fantasy and stop and, and, you know, really cultivate things that are actually going to, you know, get you success. Like actual success is better than um, your passion is mm-hmm. what they're saying mm-hmm. or whatever they consider is successful. Well, know? yeah, because like
0: when you when you think about like school that there's isn't really I I, I don't know any school that that teaches strictly on How to be a video game Competitor or player You know Mm -hmm. Like the basic Or the standard In in public schools In private schools Is very much so In practicality Mm -hmm. That's what I think I don't know If
2: if you can agree on that Oh I would say so I would say even go further Right like I don't think there will ever be a school Well there could be One Why not uh, For video games But like School public education Um in and of itself is designed to keep society running, mm-hmm. right? Like mm. it's like okay, like I, I I don't think anyone woke up like it's hard for me to imagine, but it could, right? Woke up and as a kid and be like, I want to become an accountant, yeah. And it's like you know like jobs that they haven't even heard of, right? But they're necessary for um for uh for society to function as it evolves, and it's just like okay, but. You know, and education is supposed to educate you in those worlds and those realms. And then they they kind of separate those two things, right? Like, oh, like the idea of hobbies and dreams and professions, mm-hmm. they create those categories for you. Like, mm-hmm. imagine, right? Like, if you didn't know what those were, you'd be like, okay, I like this. I'll just make this my job.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: then as opposed to like, no, that's a hobby.
3: Mm.
2: No, that's a, that's like a, that's like a. That's, that could be your passion, but that can't be your profession. Right. And then it's like those categories set, right? Like, yeah. Like your expectation of what a thing can or can't be, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then like for a long time, it's like video games are just your leisure time. No, no, no. Yeah. Like you 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 learn that behavior. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'll move on.
0: Well, actually, I have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in high school, uh, senior year in, um, in uh, Garden Grove High School, like, I had I was taking health class because I didn't take health class when I was a freshman.
2: That's so. very necessary to graduate. <laughs>
0: exactly, and the interesting well, like I was in a in a room full of freshmen. So I was like yep. I think I was the only senior in there. Um, but the crazy thing about it was in this big old textbook for health, where it says um, the things that are healthy. Mm-hmm. The number one thing that was unhealthy that you should spend less time on was on the sole bottom was playing video games. Mm. Mm. And I saw a picture of these two kids holding a Nintendo 64 controller with a fairy zombie looking face.
2: Why not? That's, like, that's <laughs> educational propaganda for you, right? Yeah. And I'm and like,
0: and the, and the different, differentiation of that versus the reality of it is now is that there's so many amazing gamers who yeah. are making their passion and their yeah. career and streamers yeah. Twitch streamers out there who are making it work
2: yeah that's what I'm saying like a, again like you are told you are educated to kind of believe like this like I just listened to uh, randomly on YouTube this, this person who was framing the argument of like you know like uh that video games like it was like this kid i don't know his name is bugar right that's his like Uh screen name right Mm -hmm. um he just won like the Fortnite tournament Mm. and he won three million dollars and then every news outlet apparently the news was not about that the news was about how the news reacted to it (laughs) which which was like everyone just thought oh i should just join video games and i could win three million dollars and the, the 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 twitch or the guy who <laughs> the guy who's reporting on that is all like you're all idiots yeah, yeah. because it's like you're not recognized you think you've been educated or you've been like taught to believe that video games is something that's dumb and easy to do yeah but like and then and then he's all like but you have to realize the skill set the hand-eye coordination the athleticism in regards to like being able to react to like constantly changing variables yeah. and keeping track of everything
0: and micromanagement. and
2: micromanagement, whatever it is, like the skill sets are there. And then it's like, and then yeah, you've thought to believe like this is just a leisurely pastime, it has no value. Yeah. And it's like, clearly, it does have value, yeah, because it's like one of those, it's like it has more viewers. It, the Fortnite, whatever World Cup had more viewers than the World Cup. And the NFL and then the NBA finals combined. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh my god. But that's what I'm saying. Like a generation has shifted, yeah. right? You got to think of like, and I. This is my argument. If video games had come out at the same time baseball has, no one would have built. Ba- no, there would be no baseball fields. Yeah. Mm. Nobody would. Nobody like. How can you compete? Like it's like you don't really like. To me, it's like wow that guy did a slam dunk It's like that's cool mm-hmm. but that dude just blew up an entire building with an rpg and then jumped off like 100 feet to like stab a dude and then like and then he danced in the middle of it. yeah <laughs> and you're like
0: well, what well while well, while well, well shooting another one and then your teammate riding that rocket, yeah, riding the rocket. The rocket.
2: <laughs> and then building a 30-story a building in five seconds you're like what just happened <laughs> that's a spectacle and that's mm-hmm. what you don't realize right mm-hmm. like and so and that's what I think about like I think about like like how many times have kids had to defer their dreams or defer their passions because of what education or society had condoned or discondoned on them. And again it's like to me it's not malicious, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't like I don't blame parents for like telling their kids get off the video games mm-hmm. or whatever it may be because they're working with the best knowledge that they can, mm-hmm. right? And even to be said like yeah, let's say, yeah, video games are viable as, like, um, a career choice. But not every person is going to be a professional video gamer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you have That's still, like, just, like... Not every kid's going to be, like, an NFL player. Yeah, if, everybody you know? has their niche. And right. You
1: really have to, like...
2: <clears throat> and, and, but, the, but the thing is, is, like... At a time where it's, like, your kid has a niche in this thing, right? And you're already even telling him that that niche should not exist. Like, your dream doesn't even make sense Mm -hmm. let alone the fact that like you won't make your dream Mm -hmm. like it's like you're dumb to think that could work yeah like my friend used to always make this argument like like (laughs) i I would argue against him but he would be like he would say like cup stacking is so weak or like (laughs) cup stacking is so dumb like Mm -hmm. it should not be a thing and Mm -hmm. i'm like why why not Mm -hmm. it's like to me, it's like there's a talent there, and clearly there's a fan base there. There's people who are willing to see it, and it's like okay, well, it happened, and like wow, there you go, like Rubik's cube, mm-hmm. like yeah. competitions, yeah. whatever it is,
0: like yeah, like like I remember like watching this uh, the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Do you remember that movie mm-hmm. with, uh Will, with uh Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith and his son, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he was Jayden. actually with Jaden, yeah, and the whole and I remember the scene where it was a whole controversy because like in that in that in that year rubik's cubes were actually huge were mm, actually big right and like will smith you know was solving the rubik's mm-hmm. cube and people were freaking out <laughs> you know that that they'd solved this rubik's cube that no one was able to figure right. it out yet until, box, yeah yeah and like that was the thing this freaking three by three cube was the hit during that time period mm-hmm. or like i remember this time where, like, people sold a pet rock with just eyeballs on it. Right. I don't know my, if you remember that. Right, right. I do remember that. But... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, a pet rock. Yeah, with googly yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah, literally, the whole connotation was like, do you hate taking care of your pet? Do you not <laughs> like picking up their poop? We have a pet rock. Doesn't do anything, but it just looks cool. I
2: just can't believe that. <laughs> a, like, I, I, like, it's like one of those things where it's like, I feel like the devil exists because it's like it's like I used to watch this movie called Dogma and it's like I love
1: Dogma yeah
2: and it was talking about like I'm like you know I'm a muse and like I was responsible for 99 out of 100 top grossing movies and so like 99 it's like yeah you know the one with the kid and the screaming and that. and I'm like and it's like Home Alone and he's like yeah whatever that I don't know who sold their soul to get that piece of shit going up there but <laughs> You know, like Hello. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like very much like. Do even know what I was talking about though? We we're uh, talking about pet rocks. Yeah, it's just like this idea of like, there's no way, like 99 out of 100 business people would be like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. But then you know, it became it, it became like a hit. Yeah, and it you know, it's like a controversy I was just like, I, yeah, my friend was like, we were talking one time, like very, I was very young. And a new stock had just apparently hit the went public, and it was Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> and, and and he was all like, and we were, and, and and he had talked about like, man, if I had just put ten dollars in that thing, I'd be so rich. Right now. <laughs> it's just like yeah, it gets away from you, but it's like cartoon characters that are like, and they get yeah, caught by Japan. ball from Japan. Yeah. And then, I, all right It's like
1: this sounds like, like cool but weird like but that's like, not gonna go anywhere yeah. and
0: it and the funny thing is that it's created a culture mm-hmm. you know this whole this anime scene that's mm-hmm. just really popular now mm-hmm. you know nerds are 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 like kind of out of the box now
2: yeah you know and See, that's the thing it's like it's one of those things where it's like I'm a nerd and I'm proud of it. That's good. Like you just, yeah. it, it pulls like, but the, the, yeah, the nature of like ex like the creating your passion really has to depend on sometimes like the environment in which it like one, you have to persist for it, mm-hmm. but it's tough. Like it's very tough to exist in certain passions. Cause like, look, Fortnite passion for video games would not exist 80 years ago. Because mm-hmm. there are no video games. Yeah. And then like, and, and I think to myself, people who were born with that passion, well, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like hopscotch. Like I don't know. Hey, baseball, man. whatever. Hopscotch could be a thing. Yeah. You know? and it's like that's fine, but it's like you live within the your passions live within the parameters of your society, mm-hmm. and that's tough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if and like, look, I think about this. I'm born now, but. Imagine if, like, 100 years from now or 50 years from now or if I'm, like, you know, I'm long gone and there was something that was created that was, like, I was born to do. Mm. And, like, but I I was just born at the wrong time. I'd be, like, oh, man.
3: Mm. But,
2: like, again, I'd be long. It doesn't matter if long. I'll be long dead. But it is thinking about, like, how... Like I think society, like a way to see society progressing, is the idea that like more people are allowed to be themselves mm-hmm. without the world collapsing in on itself. Well,
0: I'm thinking about like when you said that, mm-hmm. like the whole hundred year thing. I think mm-hmm. about Ash versus the Evil Dead. <laughs> Do you, the, 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 yeah, the, like the, I think it was the third movie where like he oh, got I only transported. Saw the first one. Where he? Well, okay, so in the third like,
2: movie, the Army of Darkness
0: one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he got transported into a medieval time period, mm-hmm. and then like there's a scene that was very iconic was when he pulls out his shotgun
1: oh well, yeah
0: Yeah, and he says this is my boomstick." <laughs> yeah and he just breaks people out yeah that's in the first one oh it was in the first yeah, one yeah i think he says yeah. that a lot oh okay well, that's a, like, that's his, like
1: his tagline yeah
0: <laughs> so it's just so funny because like no one has seen this before in medieval times what is that thing when
1: we does he still have a chainsaw for a hand yeah he does okay. yeah oh but
2: yeah. then he changes it for a chainmail like armor hand <laughs> yeah so it can actually hold things the, nice.
0: for the netflix one right the is it on netflix no i
2: mean the... no army of darkness he, he does it like the oh, blacksmith okay. makes it for him i'm surprised oh, okay. we all have seen this movie though why i, was just, like, <laughs> I, I was just like to me it seems very like it seems like a cult classic but mm. i was like i didn't think i would meet Two other people that I have seen that movie. <laughs> Dude, yeah. my roommate loves that. Sh- that movie. Evil Dead. Mm. Yeah, he loves Evil
0: Dead. Um. So, but hey, let's. I think let's talk about the practicality of it, because like the of actually the hard nitty gritty of it. Because,
2: of pursuing your passion. Yeah,
0: because like I feel like. Like I think I was kind of bought bought into this too. Was the whole idea of like chasing your dreams, follow your passion, and all those things. Like I feel like we
2: hear that a lot. It gets thrown out a lot. Right. And okay. So like practically, right? Like education, public education, for the most part, is not good at giving people dreams. Really? It's it's not. Like it's Mm -hmm. just not. It, because it's not—that's not—it's really objective. Its objective is to do this, right? Like, look, so- the help
0: society that helps society. Yeah, we like, well, before. yeah,
2: to help make sure society runs, functions properly, right? Uh, and then two, and like this is like more noble goal. It's to kind of like like give you the best tools for whatever success you want to pursue, right? Like, I, I cannot. There is no class that says teaching you how to write hip hop lyrics. Like there isn't, but there's English class, right? Mm -hmm. And so you'll learn like those certain maybe skill sets be like, okay, how to write like in in rhyme or in meter, you know, we'll roughly run into it and more practice. And then develop skills, right? Like, okay, like you just write more and your writing will get better. It gives you you an opportunity to kind of like practice. Like these are skills you would not have, like you need for society to kind of function, but you would never practice on your free time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, like if you're forced to do it then you you you, you, where are you gonna go you might as well just do it and then you appreciate it later and afterwards but again it's not designed to ask students like what are your dreams what are your passions whatever it may be which is why it's always hilarious when i I, because my job is essentially that it's like to ask students like what do you want to do after Mm. high school like, what is your pursuit? What is your, what is your interest? What What is your, pa- do you have any passions? And the kids always come up with the same answer. I, uh, mm. like most of the time, like they're just shaking their head like, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, great. Cool. All right. And then like, and it's, and, and then, and the art of my work is essentially trying to get the kid to understand in themselves what it is they would be willing to like cultivate further in themselves something that they're willing to pursue and if they happen to find a passion that's great but like there are the other kids right um that like have been growing up and they have like this one thing like this is their thing playing guitar piano um a sport whatever and that's great like i i mean like at least that's the one thing and i i really appreciate those kids but then i it's tough because now there's a there what I see in in my community is like a kid will like learn like piano or like tennis or something like they're great at it it's like their passion Mm -hmm. but their parents will be like no more you're done you're cut off and then you're like and I'm like why are you doing that now it's Mm -hmm. like no it's not it's not gonna help him to become a doctor I'm like If you wanted him to become a doctor, you should have just taught him doctor things at a younger age, but...
1: Like, just give him operation. (laughs) Yeah, but
2: I mean, again, like, I think parents are trying to take the school model. It's like, okay, I'm going to teach them skills, like, something that will hold their interest, but it's meant for the skills. But now they they messed up real bad because they didn't cut them off when they should have. Mm. And then they're like, oh, now they're addicted to the thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. And so, like, in a practical sense, it's like, like it's just like it's hard for young people to navigate their dreams and goals, and so they just jump onto a list, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah, the comfort or whatever it is, and then they go into it. And the they, the whole set steps. of yeah, how set to, steps. How to yeah. how to
0: live, you know, mm-hmm. a comfortable life. Right. Kind of
2: yeah, and then and then, oh, but if they get lucky, and and I and I stre- and I quote this like, if you get lucky to find your passion, there are very there are things that a person must do to, in a sense, maintain to and cultivate it, which are very tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I know mine, and I think. Uh, do you want me to mention the? Yeah, right, yeah. Certain well, things. Well, yeah, because like I think. Well, oh, here maybe to you mention them. You want? Know yeah. I'll yeah, mention you mention them. <laughs> them. You do those things. Because
0: like this is this is interesting because uh, we actually had a recent guest on the show. Uh, his name was Mitch Villareal and he's someone that I r- really, really admire. Um, he didn't really get the chance to uh, express this, something that's very important. And this is something that I, I really want to share with you guys, because, um, you know, he did go to school and, and everything, but like he couldn't find anything that resonated with him as much as dance did, right, and you know as dance, and you know school wasn 't the thing for him that helped him cultivate dance uh, for for his passion his craft mm-hmm. and the things that was really, really intriguing to me was the things that he actually sacrificed uh, to get to where he needed to be, which is you know quote unquote the reality of a dream mm-hmm. or the reality of his passion, and the one and you know uh, listening to some of the things out that he said was. You know, he had to give up his personal time. Yep. You know, <laughs> and I mean, like, I can't tell you, like, how much, like, time I spent on playing video games or how many times I've watched, you know, who um, shows on my Hulu and stuff like that. Like, he really had to make the right decisions for his future self or, or his self that wanted to grow and to become, you know, something or create the craft that he wanted. You know, to share with the world. Right. You know? And then um, the second thing, which is... um, I'd say it's pretty common.
2: Um, I could be wrong about this, but he had to sacrifice his health. Which is probably tough for him and tough for me. I'll say this about that. Like, Filipino families have this saying, like, nothing is more important than your health. Mm. Because Mm -hmm. everything else will come after.
3: Yeah.
2: Right? But sometimes right? Especially when you're younger, right? Like, you think you have an abundance of health, mm. like you can survive anything, mm-hmm. you know, and you grind for your dream, right? Like, that's the the quote, mm-hmm. you got to grind, you got to put like, no pain, no gain, mm-hmm. right? How many times have we've heard those phrases, right? I've heard that yeah. plenty of times, you know, yeah. like, and it's like, it's not your dream until you break from the seam, like, it's like, all of these things where it's like, oh, man, like, There needs to be pain associated to a degree Mm -hmm. if you really know what it is. And to a degree, I can kind of agree with that. But like when I think about personal time and health, like the nature in which you kind of sometimes have to sacrifice your personal time. It's not just like video games or it's not just like it's sometimes hanging out with people you care about. Mm Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And it's also about like even time you would take for yourself to recoup, like You also think about this. Sometimes you, you, like, if if you have to, you'll give up, like, and this is where the two things are connected, personal time and health. Like, you'll give up sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, you'll give up, like, you know, like, things things that you would do for yourself personally Mm -hmm. to be okay health-wise. You give those up too. Passion is like that. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like, okay, like, to make this something, what are the things I can give up? And Mm -hmm. it's like, health is, yeah, one of those things. So it's, like, very, very, like, that's like, to me, the slippery slope of, of, of other things to give up.
0: Yeah, because like I hear like people who give up, you know, um, who only sleep for four hours or five hours a day sometimes. Or like if it's a hell week or if mm-hmm. it's something that that things need to be done, like they have to sacrifice sleep mm-hmm. for the things that they love doing. Right, right. And, and like for and for our health, like that's 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 painful.
2: That's like number one, right? Like sleep is like almost the next to eating and breathing. Yeah. Like It's like one of the most required things you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so. so, and then the other thing that he
0: sacrificed was um, about what other people thought about him. And he favored his thoughts about himself first.
2: Right. And that's for someone like, um, dang, for me, that would be super hard. Mm-hmm. Super, super hard.
0: It's really a mindset play right there because yeah. like let's say you, you like let's say you don't feel wh- like good things about yourself mm-hmm. and and like you would pretty much think about negative things about yourself all the time saying oh i'm not great i'm not good at this or anything like that so it's really about like having the responsibility of ha-
2: of your own mindset mm-hmm. and the problem is is like um like you have to think about like friendships right mm. Okay. You have to think about like the people that like maybe Mitch grew up with. Oh, okay. And or like in the dance community, right? People he looks up to. And Mm -hmm. imagine if they had said something and they didn't completely agree with what he was doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And to ignore like to even ignore people you look up to, like it's like, you know, people that you've always kind of like imagine you were getting advice from somebody, like you had a mentor, and then you said something to your mentor and it's like, Oh, I don't I don't think so. How would that affect you mm-hmm, like yeah. if this is the person who's essentially instilled all of my beliefs, and this person doesn't believe that this is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I even? Should it be even worth pursuing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there are certain voices that we listen to even louder than our own, right? Yeah. Um, and sometimes we, we we do that, and it's not a sign of weakness, I don't think, um, because at times it is about the idea of like, well, you know. You want to listen to wisdom or you want to hear advice or like people who, so you can avoid like needless struggle or whatever it may be. But at the same time, like, like we also kind of like put ourselves in a place where it feels that we shouldn't be like, we don't really take priority in our own voice. Mm. Like for me, I had the hardest time doing that. Mm. Like I hate, I hate small talk And I hate oh, like, like pep pepping yourself up yeah. talk. Okay. Yeah. And I hate the mm. I hate arguments. Um because um for me it's like both of them force me to like activate my voice in a way that I just I don't like. Mm. I don't like at all. Right? Like in small talk, it's like it's so superficial. Yeah. Right? And so almost at times just meaningless mm. um, it, and I try now instead of just being like small talk like I try not to keep it small like I try to make it as big as possible mm-hmm. you know as meaningful as possible like yeah right I'll never maybe meet this person again so let's ask like a really big question um, and then for but for arguments I just hate the feeling of it because I, I don't want to be domineering mm. I don't want to like choose me over another person. I do want to hear what they're saying, yeah. whatever maybe. Yeah,
0: and being very open. Yeah,
2: and so it's taking great pains for me to to be able to have conversations with others because I used to be very argumentative, mm-hmm. like okay. um, like prickishly so. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who who when you would talk to felt like you're not really listening you're more mm. waiting for me to say something and then you're going to pick that apart like keywords or like like as if like you're you think you know what my thought is already and you're just going to try to finish it and then argue against that as opposed to hearing what I'm saying to yeah. another person mm-hmm. and the thing was it's like i stopped doing that because like it was it was upsetting others but that's the thing like that opinion of choosing others like um like it it i i forced my voice to be smaller but that's okay because i made that choice and and i enjoy my life as it is now mm-hmm. but now i have to reestablish that idea of like that my voice sometimes needs to be heard mm-hmm. like an opinion needs to be said mm-hmm. um and um i need to value my opinion over uh, others you can definitely consider other people's opinions and you should but you should really consider them like you shouldn't necessarily like, oh well, just because they're that person or they're my friend, like the politics of what's being said mm-hmm. yeah. uh like should be divorced of what you're trying to do, like like ultimately, whatever they're saying doesn't make sense to you or if it doesn't mm-hmm. and then and if you say no, that's okay, like it's okay to, to 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 not listen to people you care about, yeah, yeah, and that's tough to hear, cause it's like, oh, they care about you, like, I'm, great, like I, I mean, and I, and I do appreciate that, but like, it's just not making sense to what I need to be doing, and that's mm-hmm, what yeah. Mitch, I think, is that by, like that one thing that he's mentioning is like, oh, like, I need to, I need to know my path for me, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, there could have been advice that he could have heard and like, yeah, it resonates with him or he just wasn't ready for certain pieces of advice yeah. mm-hmm. and like, and, and now, you know, he, he can be ready for those things. But yeah, valuing his own opinion or like his having trust in you for your passion. That's tough.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, you gotta like listen to your own voice as well. Cause like I actually had to run with this issue with my with my mom and my my sister because like they didn't want me to do um they didn't want me to uh to do dance they didn't want me to open up my own dance studio mm-hmm. they didn't want me to follow follow that path because they were so thinking about the whole sense of it doesn't make enough money mm-hmm. and and in my, in my brain i'm just thinking about i don't care mm. you know like that's not fulfilling to me mm-hmm. that's not the point of why i do this mm. you know the whole the whole point of doing this is because it's something that I love doing, and I'm willing to do for it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's when I had to make the decision of listening to my own voice and listening to the people who who fully understand of what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. of what I'm building upon. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I believe Mitch Mitch senses within himself as well, because like I remember situations where he told me where he had to, you know, fight for what he loved um, you know, vocally with uh whoever was uh, was um was against him his thought, mm-hmm. whether it be even his close family members or maybe his friends or stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like he had he had to make those decisions even though it hurt the relationship between them sometimes. Yeah. Because he believed in something that was truly meant for him. You know, and I believe that's something that's very important for us to to share too when there is a time where you have to listen to your inner voice of what tr- what you truly love and what you truly need to do.
2: Yeah, like, I'll be honest. Like, I was dating a girl. <laughs> and again, like... like a For lot the 900th time. Yeah, like, yeah, I get <laughs> like when, when you're dating a girl as long as I ended up dating her, right? Like, a lot of your stories just end up being about her. <laughs> and that's, like, very droll, right? Uh-huh. But um, the reality was it's, like, she did not believe... Like, her version of care was, like, it was so funny. It was, like, condescending as fuck. Um, <laughs> because it would be like this, right? Like, she would ask questions like, why didn't you go to, like, UCI? Why did you end up going to Cal oh, State that's, Fullerton? That's so- like, you're so smart. Like, you could have been, like, in blank. And I was like, that, that is cute. But then also, it was like, why do you want to be a teacher? You could do so much more, right? Like, and it's, like, very much, right? Like, your goals and your aspirations and my passion for for educating and other mm-hmm. people, right? And, like...
0: I'll be honest. I take offense of that because my, because yeah, sure. my, because my cousin graduated for UCI, uh huh, <laughs> with that with that engineering degree. Okay, so. so I guess we
2: have a personal stake in it. <laughs> but I think in general, right? I think I'm, the one thing I I realized though is that I don't fault her for. It's like yeah, it was mean at the time, but I don't, I don't feel bad about it now because that's the way she just cared. Mm. she she cared for me and her opinion in the sense of like oh like your passions right like like your passions are dumb like like they're they're short-sighted or they they don't fulfill your potential is that what she said uh no that's what she's feeling right okay and it's like and it doesn't make sense for us Mm. right because you have to think about this right like dreams are one thing but um, I, I listened to this uh, this artist named Hobo Johnson. And he nice. has... and That's an awesome name. <laughs> and um, he has this, he's like, he has this like, angsty kind of sound to him. And I listen to him when I get really sad. Aww. And um, he has this uh, line where he talks about like, um, like this dad had a family and he left that family to pursue his dream.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Like his passion. And Aww. then he ended up with nothing. Mm-hmm. And so like, But that's you. You don't understand. Like that's the other side of reality, the other side of passion. You can believe in something all you want and fail all the same. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, it's like the sacrifices that you make could ultimately, right, could ultimately lead to nothing or to not exactly what you wanted. And that's why, like, the future sense is sometimes hard to. Like that's why I think the new narrative was like, think about the now. Mm-hmm. You gotta start now. And it used to be think about the now so that your future will be better. But now people are like, be mindful of the now so and whatever kind of like but and then but be but be mindful of the now. Don't yeah. think about the future so much anymore because if you if you try to overshoot, right, like you won't you won't necessarily maybe get like like appreciate what's happening to you now and you might not even end up where you're trying to end up and where you're going but again it's that balance of of whatever that degree but when thinking about like you know your passions and your dreams it's like very much like well what am i going to do with all of this information and understanding of like oh like i don't i don't know if i'm going to be able to to go forward and and pursue everything that I thought I could, or maybe I'm not quite what I'm trying to do. And so I think in general, like trying to divorce yourself, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Like my brain just boarded like, <laughs> so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh.
0: but but it was a whole issue about like your your girlfriend was giving you the right, about.
2: and and it's just like that's her care, right, like. You have to remember, like, <clears throat> God, like, every parent that said, your dreams are stupid, right? You have, you, everyone thinks, like, oh, like, God, they're so mean and they're evil and they're mm-hmm. depicted as such. Um, but the reality is, it's like, that's not necessarily even remotely the truth, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a misunderstanding of maybe who you are,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, a lack of um, just perception about what's going on. And you have to, you have to cater that and you have to, and that's why I don't feel upset with her because she, she didn't, she didn't believe in my dreams mm-hmm. and she also, right. She have to remember this. And this is the point I was trying to make because, and then I, I farted my brain out. Mm-hmm. Um, When you're in, when you love somebody, right. And they raise doubts about you. That's the easiest way to raise doubts within yourself. mm mm-hmm. Because it's like... And, like, my, my... I think someone told me this once. It was like, you're only allowed to have... You, you're only allowed to have, like, three loves in your life. Right? Like, that's as much as the human body can have. Mm. Because then the quality in which you'll love things will start to deteriorate as you expand further than that number. Mm. And it was like... So you can, you can have a family... Right. Um, Or maybe it was less than that. Maybe you get like one. You can only have like one great love in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, or like one, like, so you can either love your job or you can love your family. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Immensely or intensely. Mm -hmm. But you can't have both be an equal measure Mm -hmm. unless you're willing to cut the quality of both. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like if you want to be like the pent ultimate star and the, changer of the game and stuff like that is there really going to be room for someone who to love and to cherish and to hold and I think we're figuring out better ways to do it Mm -hmm. but that conversation is always to be had and like especially with loved ones that you have like it's tough because it's like I have to convince you of my dream Mm -hmm. and then it's like but it's like at the cost of our family Mm -hmm. at the cost of another dream at the cost of like you know like our love mm-hmm. you leverage that for the hope that you're going to do it
0: i think it well like in my situation i think they're just afraid of me living on the street if i if i right. fail right now they're just afraid that that i'll be homeless or something i i think that's the whole situation with me and maybe some people can resonate that as well mm-hmm. is that fa- like their family is just afraid to see them you know Get nothing out of it, or or just be homeless, or living in the same situation and not growing no. or anything. They, they just, it's it's the whole thought of being nearsighted, mm-hmm. without being able to understand or feel what we truly want and what mm-hmm. vision that we have. That mm-hmm. they just either a aren't willing to listen, or b they just don't understand and can't feel.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, and then I think about this a lot, right, like. Like um, are the homeless is really as miserable as it's seen, you know, like, and like that's like a that's like a perception of like sadness if you're homeless, you have to be sad,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but is that necessarily true right um and I feel like for the most part, there's a larger degree of struggle there, mm. but imagine if you imagine if like if it's possible um. Like, someone who thrives in that struggle, Hmm. who chooses Mm -hmm. to be homeless, to be nomadic and unbound, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: right? And I'm not meaning to romanticize it because I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I can't also ignore the possibility that it could exist, that someone would prefer, right, to live that type of lifestyle than the lifestyle of of another, of, like, what we consider happiness and drawn into. But -hmm. that's the difference, right? Like, your family wants a type of lifestyle for you. Yeah. Other people want a type of lifestyle for you, and they see it as like you know like, but if that's not your way, that's not your way, and um, and you have to fight against that current mm. like every single time of mm. your passions. Like for me, like I when I told my coworkers I wa- I play D and D, like she laughed her ass off. What? That's so messed up. You're into nerd, like you're into nerd stuff, huh? Dude, but then we started so talking cool. about it. But I, I, you know, here's I don't care. Like here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I laughed the entire time because it's like, yeah, I understand what it is, but I don't care mm-hmm. because I know how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's important for people to understand. Like, if there's a feeling there. Like, if there's something that you just like, you're a, like I, you're a, an obsession there. You know, like I would say pursue it and don't be ashamed of it. You know, that's a part of your identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should never be ashamed of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. You'll just the world will fall as it may and your dreams may not be what you think, right? But if you are who you are, you'll be where you need to be, mm-hmm. right? And um it's very very it's and, it, and I'm but I'm not saying that that road is easy. Mm-hmm. Trust me. It's, it's not. not. It's not but like the whole perception of um like a,
0: like I said before, how I kind of fell on that that like I fell on the idea of the idea of success mm-hmm. versus the 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 reality of success, right, you know it it takes as much time as it does with your nine to five job oh, yeah. as your day job or or if anything, you know it may
2: take more, right, you know, and that's the thing it's like you know like there are perceptions of success like movies don't help because they're meant to be like entertaining they're meant to you know but then they they kind of like they don't show us the reality of like um or you know media does not show us the reality of like versions of success how many stories do we hear like oh yeah like a 16 year old like this girl got into every college or every ivy that you know was there out there and i'm like is it because she's just a genius mm-hmm. or is there something else more to the story or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never know how many hours she spent late at night, like studying or blanking, yeah. like, or maybe she was on the verge of a mental breakdown, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. or that he or she like is actually is a genius. I don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but like, it just like in social media, like when we see all the dancers that we, we admire, we're like, God, why can't we be like that? Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. But it's like, we don't see, we only see the tip. We don't see
1: the, yeah. the
0: remainder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm actually grateful for some, like, TV shows and movies who show, like, some reality of right. it, you know, because, like, I remember this one, uh, Korean drama I was watching. That was sorry. a good crack, by the way. That was my name. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm, I'm cracking I'm so and breaking in all in
2: all sorts of different places. Well, you
0: crack me up, sir.
1: Anyways, there was <laughs> a Korean drama you were talking about. stay <laughs> off
0: my
2: turf, man. <laughs> Um but
0: yeah, so
2: how dare you deal on my corner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um but like in
0: this Korean job it's called Emergency Couple and we kinda talk Oh about yeah, that's it. right. And in this one scene it showed about this um this this girl who uh who was a um um an emergent who was uh, a supporting medical doctor uh intern uh at another uh emergency room in the hospital And she looks back at all of her textbooks, her, like, physiology, her Mm -hmm. biology, her anatomy, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, sticky notes on every single one of them. There's, like, highlights, there's underlines, there's everything. Mm -hmm. And she flips, she even flips to this one page where there's, like, a drop of nosebleed on on that, on the page. You know? And, like, I really love and appreciate those kinds of movies that... That are, that show that, that the hard work that actually comes out of the things that
2: needs that you love doing. Yeah, and there's like a yeah, like a sense of dramatization and all that oh, stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like symbolism and stuff. And again, that's efficient. That's just efficient writing. True. Yeah, uh, it's just like, but life is hardly ever really efficient for mm-hmm. your dreams. Mm-hmm. It's like you could be waiting, like your your nosebleed equivalent is just you like standing in your room or sitting in your room, just like. For two hours eating snacks <laughs> like just getting fatter and just realizing oh, like yeah. oh I'm nothing <laughs> you know it's not quite as romantic but that is your struggle right mm, indeed and um it's one thing to to kind of say and all that stuff um
0: yeah i i think and then there's this one more point um that mitch talks about mm-hmm. was that he put his craft over 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 you know financial value mm-hmm. like it's important like and it's a really interesting recurring theme with people who who do like chase their passions and stuff huh. like that and and for me to see the reality of that it's true you right. know like if you really do love something then you have to put it over material value sometimes yeah
2: you know yeah, yeah. uh i think like and that's like and i think that's tough for people to realize because like we live in such a world where where finance um financial like need is like is the like the ultimate way of survival mm-hmm. right some people see it as a status symbol yeah that's true enough um like um the value is in wealth right like mm-hmm. it's like accumulating like wealth and stuff like that and to a degree like i i i'm learning to understand that that's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. right like it's not it's not it's something that should be talked about more and but in a non-judgmental way which is Mm -hmm. i I hate it because it's essentially like it's like the party i keep thinking about a party right like (laughs) people who don't know and the questions are always like the nature of small talk is always like what do you do and the reason why they ask is so that they can size you up i think to a degree like are you worth talking to because you make enough money? Yeah. You know, oh. and it's like, like if you said, like, "Well, I'm an artist," I'm like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> <laughs> like, I think other people, if you're like, if you're if you're specific enough, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, what have you made? Mm-hmm. You know, got like, it. And then I think a lot of people are like sometimes it's like, oh yeah, like sometimes I, some people will ask like, oh yeah, like how like do you live, do you make a comfortable living? Mm, like yeah yeah like that's the question in which they talk about your money. Yeah, like you know like whatever it is. Um and it's very, very tough for people to choose a passion
1: mm-hmm.
2: when there could be success, right? Quote-unquote success. Right, like, yeah, and that's, that's that's important distinction to make that Jenny made. Like, if you could, you could either be successful or you could be comfortable for the rest of your life, right? Or like, you could, I'm sorry, not successful. You can have your passion or you could be happy, like, which one would you pick?
3: Mm. That,
0: that's a very, that's a contra, like, when I, the question in of
2: itself is like flawed. Yeah. But like, you have to think about it, like, think about degrees of happiness that okay. you're willing to settle okay. for. Okay, okay, you're right. Right? Like, your passion will never guarantee happiness, mm. right? But it, we, I think we assume that it's a higher form. Mm. It's like, it's what I was meant to do. You know, it's like, like a it's, sense of fulfillment. Yeah, it's a it's a part of you. It's fulfilling a part of you. Mm-hmm. But are you willing to put that aside to to be happy for to settle for something else that could just make you happy?
3: Mm-hmm. That is like
2: you know like maybe a, a, a part of yourself, but isn't as big as another thing. And that's the question, the fundamental question in adulthood. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like that whole um, sci-fi movie I was talking
2: about. Uh, the like
1: the ones where they plugged in. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, Even the, I was, oh damn! what is the name of the title? Twenty Twenty Four. Yeah, that's I right. Think. It was the yeah. numbers. Yeah, Twenty Twenty. <laughs> it was like numbers. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember the numbers.
3: Yeah, Twenty Twenty
0: Four. That was yeah. the one where they were all in VR chairs, mm-hmm. and they they chose a, a happy, comfortable life over you know, um, the, the possibility of you know living a more fulfilling life. Mm.
2: Right and like that's the thing people tend to live in the the short as much as possible and i'll be the first to admit that that's true right mm-hmm. like i had a very strong passion to become a social science teacher in irvine and when that did not pan out right i was like well you know like i had this other job opportunity and i'm willing to explore it and be more open which is hilarious because i made a mistake and it was i and i I can't regret it because it had to happen exactly as it happened, but, and I guess maybe then it's not really a mistake, but, like, one of, like, my ex-girlfriend after my nine-year one, she had said, like, I was, like, frustrated, like, out of my mind. I was horrible. It was, like, an identity crisis. It was very much an existential one, and it was about, like, why am I not an educator yet? Like, I'm, I felt like I was so capable, but yet I just couldn't get my foot in the door. And she said like, well, have you ever thought about doing anything other than teaching? And I took it completely the wrong way. I said like, I met, I felt like she didn't believe in my dream. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and like, it was very upsetting and it stuck with me. And like, and I can't deny that it was probably a factor for why we did not, um, you know, stay together. Because like, it was not the thing I wanted to hear. Mm. like it's like you want to hear like yeah you can do it you just got to believe in yourself like what can i do and i was expecting that answer from the person i was going to be with
3: oh
2: and and when it wasn't that answer because she was just being her i couldn't accept it like at the time Mm. um and what's bad about it is that that's exactly what happened (laughs) like i didn't end up like just being like like a a social science teacher, I ended up in counseling and, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But if I had listened to her beforehand, you know, I wouldn't have been filled with like such like animosity and regret towards this moment. And I think to myself, like, you know, sometimes passion blinds us to like maybe the truth of who we are. Mm. Right. Like, yeah, it's a big part of us, but it's not all of us. And so you have to realize, like, at a certain point, like, what, well, should I, do I deserve, should I give myself the chance to do something other than my passion or Mm -hmm. find other passions? Mm -hmm. or Just do whatever you need Mm -hmm. to do. But it is very much like an important question you have to ask. And in regards to like finance, though, sometimes people aren't afforded that decision know mm-hmm. sometimes people don't even have that decision mm-hmm. like i just have to work i just have to survive and then yeah. others are like well like i don't have i have money to survive or sustainable but i don't really have t- money to pivot mm. right like i don't oh. have, i don't have you
0: know, like money to set aside yeah set aside really or you
1: can't on. like completely change your mm-hmm. life direction right at like, that time mm-hmm. right and it's yeah. just
2: like and that's just that's tough for people to to realize and to know and because it's like not knowing something also costs you money yeah right Mm -hmm. it's like you know like you while you're idly waiting like you know you're burning through your savings trying to figure out your life and whatever it may be Mm -hmm. and so it's very much like trying to pick your cultivate your craft over sometimes more financial successful gains comfort yeah. right ease mm-hmm. right uh it is like that's a hard decision to make that's like the nature of a true artist yeah you know? yeah like th- the starving
1: it's hard too because i think in a lot of ways right now it's it's more accessible i'm not going to say that it's easier but it is more accessible to turn your passion into like some sort of monetary value right. mm-hmm. you know right. like with the different platforms you can get your name out there you can do a lot more things um than just like the technology afforded you before like yeah. i was i just saw i forget who it was but somebody who posted about of like the ogs in the dance community like if they weren't out there like filming and recording things like we wouldn't have what we have now mm-hmm. and it's like which is amazing and it's so true you know like that's how a lot of people like learn to dance like between street dance and like recorded videos of like performances um but now it's a lot more accessible you right. have more places to put yourself um but that also gets you into the trouble of people undervaluing you because it's your passion. Mm. They're like, oh, well, you'd do this for free anyways, so you don't mm. really need to take that much money for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, oh, you'd do this for free, so we'll only give you like this amount. Right, you and would and have done this regardless, right? Yeah, and I think it's hard as an artist too, where it's like, this is a part of myself, and there's so much where I just want to get this out there, where it's like, yeah, I totally... It's fine. I don't need it. But it's like you really Yeah, you're just like
2: you're just like ecstatic for the opportunity. Yeah. Right?
1: But like what kind of And I think sometimes too like the money like it can feel greedy to take like for a thing or like that's just kind of a perception. I don't know. Like there's a whole lot of like money mindset stuff that's mm-hmm. very complicated and running through these things and it's really I think it's really sad because people really should be like paid properly for the artwork that they're right. like, you know, like art is very important in whatever medium it is, whether it's dance or mm-hmm. visual art or, or you know music, music, wor- like written, mm-hmm. li- all of these things. And I feel like sometimes those are the most, like those are like such a strong current of like really, like, what makes us, mm-hmm. like, human, <laughs> yeah. and those are kind of the, the professions that get tossed aside and dismissed, and I think with all of this, you know, like, it's a lot of self-acceptance and mm-hmm. determination, where it's like, I'm gonna do it and figure it out anyways, mm-hmm. and it's like, there's a lot of things Going against yeah, you,
2: yeah, and mm. that's like a really good point in the sense of like when you talk about, yeah, like you you're trying to create value in your work, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. but you, in order to do that, you you did things like you 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 know you sort of like put your work there out there, and then like you don't want to come off as someone who, like like here's the opportunity, you don't want to miss it, right? And but at the same time. This opportunity is setting precedence for every other opportunity that will follow. Right. I was watching this, like, I watched this YouTube video once of this guy. It's like how to deal with um, how to deal with overtime, and oh. it was like, and it was like this person, like, he's a contractor, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's like a de- graphic designer, and the team is going over their his set amount of time. So he starts packing up his stuff and he starts going, but the guy's like, hey, this project's due, like tomorrow everyone seems like down do you want to can you stay like a couple more hours you know until we finish and the guy was like no (laughs) even though he had known everybody there but it was like he was he was teaching in the video he was teaching how to talk to somebody who's trying to take advantage of your time yeah you know because you know like and he's like look if 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 you need like, or the project was due like in two days or something. It's like, it's like, look, if you want to talk now, like, if you want to talk later about, you know, like how, like, you want more time from me, we can talk about pay scale, and we can talk about that stuff. If you need that stuff from me, whatever, maybe. But unfortunately, like, I do have prior engagements, I do have prior blah blah blah. And it was just like very much like it was like this awkward conversation of him asserting his ground yeah. because of his value right so he doesn't get taken advantage of which is such a skill yeah right? to negotiate for yourself mm-hmm.
1: um well, to advocate for yeah yourself. to advocate
2: for yourself right mm-hmm. without like but then realizing like look this is very much like and this is like the good part of that phrase it's just business yeah because it's like you understand that i need to value myself like right now so i recently did a and i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about this Um, Uh um, I recently did an appointment. I'll I'll
0: stop. I'll stop you if we if we don't agree. Well, (laughs) I
2: recently did this appointment, and um, I was with a couple, right? And um, I was I was and I did it as a favor, and um, to teach salsa. Mm. And then we go there, but it was like more of like a casual thing. And then the the girl, she she hardly spoke English, and she wasn't. I don't know what was going on, but she was not really interested in teaching salsa. And I was like, and she would just constantly be distracted. All the all the guys just sat down. Like nobody was participating. It was not like at all like what I was used to in a professional sense. And I got really annoyed by it. Like I mm. was really upset by it. Mm. Like it was tough for me to, to deal with it. And then I realized because, the reason why is because it's like, that was a waste of my time. Yeah, Right? I would never have really like, Gone over there Like yeah It's one thing to be like Okay like If we're just friends And it's like Like if We could just hang out And if it just came up Casually Like okay that's fine But I thought I was there To work that job mm. Right to, to kind of do that And if it wasn't the case Nobody there was taking it seriously I was very offended So now I, I This is like What I do now Like if you want to mess around that's fine like if you want to like if you want to be like oh we wanted you to teach me teach us salsa but if you're not really that serious that's fine you just have to pay me 120 dollars to like to 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 mess to just to hang out with me and just not take it seriously Mm -hmm. you know because and to me it's not like i'm being like punishing to that person it's like look like if you don't want to pay it that's fine if you just want to hang out that's fine Right, but if I'm there to teach salsa, like I know my value, yeah. Right, like, and I'll teach you salsa if that's what you really care about. But you have to care about it, and that money is to protect me, mm-hmm. so I don't like if if you, it's 120 dollars. That usually tells people like, okay, like. I'm on the hook for 120 bucks. You better get your lives together. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that's and it's like, okay, your lives are together. My life is together. We'll learn salsa together. That's fine. Great. Right. <laughs> but if even if your life isn't together and it's 120 bucks, at least I'm being paid 120 bucks to babysit you. Like I don't. That's fine. Like okay, whatever you want to do. You just pay me 120 dollars for me to You like to just drink margaritas and like say woo and whatever while salsa music playing, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, I'm not wasting my time. Right. I'm, I'm valuing it and whatever it may be, and that's what I learned the hard way. It's just like I don't charge people that amount of money to make money. I do it to protect myself and my value, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what it is. Yeah. And so it's like, and that's important for people to realize. It's like, yeah, to advocate for yourself, like it's tough. It's like, and especially after the fact. Like I don't, I don't take money anymore from like before after. Oh yeah. It's like it's like if you have it now, I'll take it now. And Mm -hmm. then yeah, of course I'll be polite and courteous and I'm gonna teach you all these wonderful things and I'll laugh. Whatever you want. I don't care. You already paid me my money. Mm -hmm. Right? But then after that it's like okay like or like if you don't pay me it's like well we have an issue. Yeah. Because it's like I don't know you. Like I don't know if you're going to pay me. I don't know if you're gonna welch. I don't know it's like hey have a couple of drinks, you know, well we gave you all this food and like I didn't come here for food.
1: I'm here to teach I didn't come
2: here for your smiles don't get it twisted yeah I came here because I was offered something in return if you didn't want to pay that's fine just ask me straight up like oh can you can you can you just hang out with us and like whatever And I'm like yes or no but I need to value my time accordingly mm-hmm. make it worth my time and yeah stuff like that but yeah but
0: yeah, yeah so I mean it's just just interesting to see to have these kind of balances and and the importance of you know having having to work things out as you go past and really create that platform of the things you want to do and stuff like that well and
1: that i mean sorry but that was that's like one of those sacrifices where it's like you have to be firm in your value Uh and you but you also have to be okay with some people like i can't I can't work with you then Right. you know mm-hmm. and it's like and I think that's really hard um, you know as a creative and like wanting to get your art out there and like there's there's so much in me that's like yeah I'd love to teach you and, like mm-hmm. or I'd love to do this with you but like you can't, like... It, you
2: you can't compromise you your can't, values. Yeah, you can't compromise your values. Your vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: just because you want to be nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, like, yeah, you want to be considerate or kind in that moment, right? Because it's not fair to you, to your future self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like you're, for this present, like, service, you're giving yourself a disservice to your future right. self. In that Absolutely. regard. And, like, that's, yeah, that's, like, an important kind of endeavor. Because, like, again, like, for Mitch, right, like... I know, like, placing value mm-hmm. on your skill set, right, may not be, like, yeah, the, the friendliest thing to do. But ultimately, you, I, I, I think you do it because it's like, look, I need to make sure that, like, I protect my art. And one of the ways you do that is through money. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like, this is how much it's going to take for me to do something, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, for whatever the reason.
0: Well, not only just financially, mm-hmm. um... You can. It's the the interesting thing that I learned um, about the industry as well is that exposure is a is a form of currency as mm, well. Right. So
1: yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Mm, well, because um. Well, it's not as big as you know financial, but like the importance of. Getting your name heard from this connection of the person that you just met Mm -hmm. allows you to be more exposed to other people to see your craft. Right. Yeah.
1: That one's really hard though. I was just, I follow a couple different like um, accounts and um, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And this one was Doctors for Dance. And Hmm. they were, this week they were like bringing up the importance of like advocating for yourself and getting like full. You know, like making sure you're getting proper payment for things. And there's a couple different organizations. I know Dancers Alliance is a big one. Yeah. Um, and they kept posting these memes and stuff where it was like, I, how are you supposed to pay your rent with exposure? Mm-hmm. You know, and right. it, like that's such a big one because it's like the like exposure is thought of as currency. Theoretically, but honestly, you're not supporting the art when you're just giving exposure. Mm -hmm. Like you're not or you're not supporting the artist. You might be supporting the art, but not the artist. And really like and that's that's the one where I like have trouble with like sacrificing health because like dancers' health is so important. And like it's
2: probably like at a higher standard than other people's like vocations. Because you have to think about it's a look. Mm-hmm. right and it's the level of athleticism yeah and, and the type and, of diet that you
0: have to follow well through. yeah
1: like your ability like mm-hmm. flexibility all mm-hmm. these things like and you know if you get sick or injured that's that is literally money out of your pocket sometimes right. mm-hmm. every
2: day you're not dancing right or being, can't it's you or it's
1: like or like know. it's your uh, like, you can't excel if you can't train because you're sick or injured. Yeah. So, that, like, that one's a really hard one for me. I see where it falls so easily, but, like, I'm trying to take, like, an extra care with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's all, like, a harmonious thing that you really have to balance, like, work for for yourself. mm mm-hmm. um, But I think we definitely need to put more into health. What was I talking about? You are talking about
0: the... the, the, the... The, the battle between finance and exposure. Oh, yeah,
1: but it's, like, really exposure to me is, like, and I'm not trying to be a professional dancer. I'm just right. putting that out there. But I don't think exposure is adequate value for the artist and what they are doing because mm. that doesn't right. actually support their livelihood and their ability to provide excellent art. Right.
2: Mm. So I think, yeah, there's a yeah, there's a misunderstanding, I think, and it's, it's 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 crazy because, yeah, you see young people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny because it inflates, right? Yeah. Like, young people who have parents that can support them, right, that have their bills paid, that, like, can keep yep. them fed. Mm-hmm. They can be dancing 24-7, dropping videos left and right, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But the person who has, like, bills to pay, who has, like, whatever, like, they need to do to get home, they have those responsibilities. And exposure is not going to pay is not going to deal with those responsibilities whatever it may be so it's again like you're competing in a market like I will say exposure is a market that you need to have a currency in Yeah. Mm-hmm. like you can't say that it's it's like but it's ultimately it's a means yeah. to an end so like but how to make that end is very very yeah. difficult
0: well I think it's also important as well because like the thing the thing with the exposure is that it, it leads up to, to, to income right. in a sense because exposure helps creates um, helps create, um, you know, being quote unquote exposed to people who do want to finance for you or like who do want to vouch for you. You, you. It, you, it, made it, that, you make that wager though, right?
1: It yeah. can. Right, mm-hmm. it, it can. can you... But what are you supposed to do in the meantime? Right. Like that's the big thing. See? Damn. <laughs> so, like,
2: I had, uh, I it well, makes for me, me think about this idea. Fuck. Anyway, because, like, I don't think, what's funny is that to me, like, um, I think people are very much grounded in the idea of, like, okay, when well, we think about this, right? What is, how do how, how do dancers end up financially viable?
0: They have, well, for me, like, I have my own, quote, unquote, side hustle. Because, like, I have, you know, a job that sustains me financially sure. while I work on
2: my craft. Yeah. Right. So, right. so essentially side hustle Well, essentially version.
1: dance is your side hustle right now. Yeah. Right. Because that's the thing.
2: Right. And then <laughs> you have to be making money on your side hustle. Yeah. So and then that's the thing. Like it has to like for me, like, um and a side hustle has to be uh something that's kind of like self made or created on your own, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I have a part time job.
1: Mm-hmm, right? right.
2: Like I, I teach salsa for an organization. Right. It'd be a side hustle when I start creating privates for myself, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Sessions. I think I think having...
2: Because I think it's about a measure of control, like your hustle, mm-hmm. right? Like your means yeah, of Yeah,
1: like... I guess it just depends. Like I would consider, like I've been thinking about trying to get a part-time job and I would consider that a side hustle. Mm-hmm. But then also working on like my own creative stuff would be That's like your... an additional... That's, like, my passion project mm-hmm. and additional right. side hustle right. until, like, that's a side hustle that I would like to make into a full hustle, if yeah. that makes sense, Yeah. Right. you know? But, so I guess it just depends on how you think about it. Right. Like, because mm-hmm. I would consider your part-time job a side hustle. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I, again, like, that's the thing. Like, uh it's, like, little bits of income, right, and whatever it may be. But I think about what are the viable ways, like, in which a dancer, like, how does a dancer what okay it's like how do you justify the financial side of becoming a dancer Mm -hmm. right like what do you have to do and a lot of times i think a lot of people are like well i guess i would just become like i would have to be really famous Mm. right Mm -hmm. but what you don't what i've learned or realized is like you can like i'm trying to change the way people perceive dance Mm -hmm. but not in like as an art form, but as a financial means of like, like a financial instrument, because it's like, there are opportunities out there for you, but I don't think dancers have, ev- don't even really understand what that is. I like
1: think industry ones have more of a line on that.
2: Yeah. It's like, it's like, so here's the, here's the, here's the narrative, right? Like you're a good dancer an agency pit sees you mm-hmm. says like, Hey, be part of our agency. We'll go find you jobs. And then you go do the jobs. Oh, right? yeah, uh, you go do the jobs or whatever it may be.
0: I think um, Ian Eastwood went through that, like mm-hmm. he had his, he had an agent and, mm-hmm. and like um, his agent told, told him, like, yeah, dance for this choreographer and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. and and that sort of scenario so that he can generate income or mm-hmm. create you know
2: that kind of scenario right and so that was like that was like the like I think the old school way of doing it the mm-hmm. new school way is like create so much content yeah. that people cut out the agency maybe and just like be like yeah people know you and it's like hey are you willing to do this and you just do workshops or you teach or you just do choreographies and like whatever maybe win competitions yeah. Yeah. whatever mm-hmm. uh, and then you know There's like you can like make
1: shows a, and stuff like
2: kinjas right like they started as a dance crew but they built a, a platform they sell merchandise yeah you know right Studios. yeah they expand beyond that notion right they have studios and so like they became a brand yeah they became a brand and they like they sort of like um yeah they sort of franchise themselves uh to a degree like uh they create themselves into kind of like a a more holistic business Mm. right uh but then i think there's another way in which people don't really understand i think it's like looked down upon like a lot like so you may not it's it's funny to know this but like um a lot of corporations want to hire dancers for like events that they throw Mm. but none (laughs) none of a single dancer i know like knows about them they're like they have like these budgets and they're like well i don't know like i guess we'll just hire like a band or we'll do whatever Mm -hmm. like entertainment right Mm. you think about that um because i know that only because um salsa like um is one of those dances that has mopped up that area mm. like oh yeah like house parties like teach us this and <laughs> whatever and like <laughs> uh like we'll go to a, like a corporation and then i started realizing like yeah like imagine if like if jabberwockies was at your party you know, like, or Kinja's, but then imagine like, they're being paid like an actual affordable rate, and you just go job to job like that, Mm -hmm. but it's not, yeah, it's not big spectacle, it's not dancing with the stars, it's not like fame and vanity, it's straight money, Mm -hmm. you know, but those opportunities do exist, but a lot of dancers don't know that, because it's not vanity, it's not videotaped, it's not recorded, you know, it's doing like, corny stuff whatever it may be but well, the opportunities not
1: like put out there either yeah like how how would you even find that
2: right that's that's the thing I'm trying to figure like uh, I have this idea and like it's trying to create like this this, this gap. yeah like it's it's like a social media but like designed for dancers but it's really a LinkedIn co- combined with an Instagram I like that and it's just like like dancers have such the hardest time finding jobs and they're like slaves to like a pool of like agents and like you know mm. it's like oh mm-hmm. and then they kind of tell you like put more content out there like put your labor out for free like you know like we'll find something for you if they yeah. know you but it's like you get drowned out but i think if it was clear like who's who really wants like your jobs either it's private lessons companies mm-hmm. whatever it is and mm-hmm. it's like oh hey like we're looking for blank and it's like oh okay i'm down mm-hmm. do yeah like i mean like fiverr yeah it, fiverr, fiverr. fiverr does like very similar things, but it's like every skill set right yeah yeah
0: so and, then, and that like they also have like music teachers and 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 like um voice actors right. or or like um or like um cartoon voice actors right. and stuff like that so it's it's wow. a really really distinct kind and of then scenario. and then
2: when the thing with Fiverr though is what i worry about fiverr is like um video is not its primary form of like like uh, Uh, information delivery right it's like text it's like here's an ad right like it's Mm -hmm. a small tagline and people will come in there but like imagine if it could go into the reverse where an employer sees like uh, your video profile and instead of just pictures it's just essentially video segments of you dancing because like that's Mm -hmm. the one thing you can't really explain in LinkedIn Yeah. right it's like oh like you're a dancer and you went to these schools but I don't really know if you're any good or the dancer you want because there's no visual medium Mm -hmm. to see it right and then it's like okay that's why i don't think a lot of dancers end up on fiverr because mm. it's like it's like they have to have videos and it's and it's not usually required and they're like uh okay like mm-hmm. they're not ready
0: what i really I really, really like about how mitch created his um his business which mm-hmm. is first floor right is that he he actually has those kind of videos and those documentations and like he, like he sets it up in a way where it's just easier to access mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that'd be really great um, if you if you're able to follow up and create
2: that kind yeah, of yeah, like you know that, that's the thing. Like I feel like because this is not the first time I've mentioned it. It's just like I will say this. Like I wanted, I had this idea of like making sure that like people who would work on this were from the dance community. Mm. But then I realized like. There's not that like maybe I need to expand my box a little bit, but it's like, man, I'm trying to find like a a software like engineer mm-hmm. uh or like someone who can help like construct a site, and it's like there's not that many in the dance community mm. or I mean i just I just haven't been like. I, I should be searching for more. But now that the season's over, maybe I should get back on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, yeah, that'd be nice. Because I actually... <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx it. But I bought a GoDaddy username nice. for hey, it. Hey, let's go. And then... Um, <laughs> until it happens, we'll see what, what goes on. But I need to... Yeah, I need to hunt for folk. Um, We'll see what happens. But I think, yeah, there's Check a Check out l- Fiverr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, she hey, I, I need you to
3: me. do this. Yeah.
2: Um, And then, yeah, it was very much like, I think about... Because I, I think about certain dancers that I know, and they're like starving, like, you know, mm-hmm. like they're like, you know, they're, they're bouncing around and they're barely making, and they have so much talent. And I think to myself, my God, you don't deserve this. Like you should be able to pursue your talent, share it with the world, but at the value that it's worth. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that's what's just to do. But it's like it's tough because there's such a gap, and I think it's it's tough to think about. All of that stuff when it comes to living your life and your passion, it's mm-hmm. like, without understanding, it's like, oh, man.
0: But, but yeah, like, um, you know, thank you for everyone who's been listening this far.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this has been a really, really, uh, really amazing talk, you guys. I
2: think, you know what it's funny? is because it's passion. Like, I'm very passionate yeah. about passion. <laughs> <laughs> very
0: much. And, some, and it brings out a lot of good things about oh, yeah. all these things and stuff like that. But yeah, thank you for all our listeners to who've listened um uh, this episode thus far. Um you know, we've talked about a lot of great things and a lot of important things that uh that that needs to be addressed with um the reality of passion and, mm-hmm. and the uh and the uh, the dreams of it. So um if you if you like listening to this episode uh, feel free to follow us on Instagram at creative underscore.
2: Underscore.
0: <laughs> emotions yes. on Instagram. That's oh, right. And if you like to follow me, Alex, uh, it's L3 L A C K F R O S T underscore L E. Um,
2: if you're looking for me, it's uh Papa A P A C E Double D Y 8.
1: And if you're looking for me, Jenny, I'm at Curiously Radiant. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> okay, um, okay. Also, <laughs> if you guys have a chance, we're trying to grow and get this podcast out to more people, more ears. So um, if you like what you heard and if you'd be willing to support us, um, please go give us a rating. Apple Podcast is a good one, but any rating, yeah, podcast yeah, rating that, you have. Uh,
2: anything you're listening to. Um, whatever service you're using, if if there's a rating, rate us good.
1: Yeah, five-star rating really helps us get out to other ears. So thank you so much for listening and have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.